That's no moon. It's a space station. You are listening to the Star Wars Weekly Podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Star Wars Weekly Podcast. So happy to have you here. Uh, May the 4th be with you. It is May the 4th, 2018, and we are very pleased to be uh, talking about our favorite subject. It is uh, Ben talking to you right now with Adam and Grant, and we're stoked to be here. Please join the conversation at SWWeeklyPod at Twitter. That's uh, SWWeeklyPod. Um, and join the conversation. We'd love to take your questions, comments, um, and talk about them here. Um, and with that, let's get right into the news with Grant. Grant? All right. Uh, happy Star Wars Day, everyone. Uh, a solo featurette dropped this week and uh, shows new footage that shows Han in the Imperial Navy or Army, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's in a battlefield, on a battlefield. Also, we have Beckett, who looks like he's also been serving in the Imperial Navy. Uh, forces as well so that's a those are some really interesting and revealing shots but i think you know from the legends and the books that came before i think we were expecting some kind of origin for han uh yeah in the vein of of being in the imperial service but um also ron howard visits the star wars show uh ron howard says that clint howard is a mean guy who was part of a droid battle scene that serves to introduce us to l337 um uh, I thought that was hugely interesting. I was like, I, I, what is Clint Howard's role in this in this solo film? Yeah. And so he kind of teased a little bit of where we're going to see Clint. So that's that's always fun. Um, he also narrated an Arrested Development-inspired recount of A New Hope, which is <laughs> yeah. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Everyone should check that out. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch that? Yes, I did. Couldn't get yeah, away from it. It was pretty great. Fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if he did that for the other films, like, I imagine, like, if we did the same treatment for Return of the Jedi, that would be hilarious. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I just want to hear him say Sarlacc Pit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Battlefront 2 announces May will usher in the Han Solo season with new content from Solo A Star Wars Story. Uh, what new heroes and maps do you guys think we're going to get? It, you know, it honestly, so in there, there's already Han Solo and Lando Calrissian. And yeah. they've, with the new, um, the new system that they've done for um you know they've taken away the the uh the pay for, to play aspect but they are allowing people to spend real money on credits and you can buy things like skins and so there are already a couple of skins for uh han that you can get and get endor han which is pretty mm. cool he's in that really funny looking trench coat yeah and um there's him on hoth and like so i don't really know i i mean i i'm imagining kira you know, maybe we'll get a new skin for Chewbacca because he's got like, you know, a different bandolier on. Right. Um, and then probably some, you know, maybe Lando skin, and yeah. then but maybe some um, some enemies or something. Like yeah. some of these some of these evil forces that are out there, maybe a yeah. bounty hunter or something. Maybe L three. Ooh. Ooh, I yeah. like that. I mean, she definitely seems like she can hold her stuff based on the preview, right? Yeah. So that would be kind of a fun character to run around with. That would be great. And they've wow. never, they don't yeah. have any droid yeah. heroes mm-hmm. right now. And it, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit outside their purview of like how they sort of just sort of take 
models and reskin them and right. <laughs> call them yeah. new people. Yeah. But um, you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. That would be really cool yeah. if she was in it. Is there anything from the trailers that you guys saw that you would love to see in the game? Well, I'll I'll say so. I've been slowly re-entering the world of Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of time, but I was I was texting with Ben a little bit. I, I started the space battles because that's always yes. my my heart's always there. Yeah, Starfighter assault, and spent like five hours just just <laughs> just getting, and it's it's so perfect for me. Just getting experience points or whatever they call it to up to yep. level up to spend cards, and I'm just I'm sucked in. Um, do they do space updates? So like when they did the um, the, the first order battle, was there new any new space? No, no. Okay. They have it. They, they will just focus mostly. It, so on... it's Criterion was mm-hmm. sort of like subcontracted to do mm-hmm. that, and they did a fantastic job. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Dice had some challenges. Criterion relatively had none. Yeah. Um, with their rollout, however, it's a smaller. You know, there's less maps. Yeah. I could really Definitely. use a new map at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there, it's a little longer to. It, it takes longer to rank up your um, yeah. starships because yeah. they um, you score less points per battle. Yeah. Um, battle points is what they're called. Thank you. Um, but so Criterion just had a massive launch of another game that I should know the name of, but I mm-hmm. don't. Um, so hopefully, in, yeah. um, you know, now they're hoping new content rollouts monthly. Um, so if that's the case, I you know yeah. I think we're going to get some new stuff because yeah. they're due and it is an awesome, I mean, yeah. universally a loved uh, game mode. Yeah, and I just, I'd love a Kessel Run. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That would be interesting. Wouldn't and it? we don't. I mean, we don't know if that's what we're seeing in the preview at the very end of the of, of the previews. Yeah. But I think we all kind of do know that's probably right. the Kessel Run, or at least. And and there's clearly a lot of battle going on in the Kessel Run, right? Yeah. Or a lot of other enemy ships and and fighting the uh, Empire. Like wow. I would be right. totally on board for that. I mean, imagine if they could do a race style battle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, or a race mode. Yeah, like yeah, race mode. I mean, yeah. that could be a whole different. I mean, what do I know about programming? Smuggler, yeah. Smugglers yeah. Run or something. But I mean, yeah, when you see how crazy these things are, and yeah. they do have moving checkpoints in um, Galactic Assault, so I mean, okay. having moving checkpoints yeah. in um, Starfighter Assault seems right. Just waypoints, basically. Like it shouldn't yeah. be that difficult yeah. to do. But again, I don't know. I've never developed a video game in my life. So yeah. I mean, the thing is, again, there's already two Millennium Falcons yes. in Starfighter Assault. <laughs> yes. There's Ray and Chewie's Falcon, and um, and Han and Chewie's and yeah. um, they do very different things but yeah. they look the same so I I mean to get a Lando Millennium Falcon would be a little sad considering there's maybe six other right. yeah. Yeah. hero ships all together um, but you know whatever yeah. I, I'm loving the game if you love Star Wars go get the game it's yeah. fun it's beautiful um, if you're a hardcore gamer you're going to be annoyed by the glitches and things but mm-hmm. The guys are working on them. It's not like they're, you know, they're ignoring it. They're doing the best they can. Um, don't go to Reddit and don't listen to people <laughs> there because they are a small minority of people that are constantly unhappy and there's really nothing anyone can do about that. Yeah, I'll say from like a from a I wouldn't consider myself a hardcore gamer, but like a like a consistent gamer. I play a lot of video games mm-hmm. and having just jumped back in, I'm very happy with with the changes that have been made and and it's very fun and very addicting and I played a little bit of the Ewok hunt just to play it, which is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. But oh, that cool. my my skill level is not there yet, right? Like cuz yeah. that's not the first thing to start with where I'm just like I <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is great. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. getting mauled by constantly. by, you know, furry teddy bears constantly, <laughs> which is fun, but yeah. So for this Han Solo season, I, I feel like what we might get is just that that battle that we see Han in 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 that featurette that we just oh, saw. Interesting. You know, oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and Tobias and Han that are sort kind of, of standoff scene is that what you're talking about? Possibly, or we could just get Corellia with like 
you know, mm. Imperials versus sure. Rebels and just kind of a standard, you know, battle on Corellia in alleys and, you know, steam and geysers and, and right. factories I would and star, love... star destroyers being yeah. built above. I mean, do we... So, I mean, we... There's at least one planet. There might only be one planet in this movie, right? It's unclear. Yeah. unclear. But what I really want okay. is that train. I want yeah. to fight yes. aboard that train with magnetized yeah. boots and have yeah. range troopers versus smugglers and yes. have uh, that pirate Emphis yeah. Nest and young Han Solo be the heroes of yeah. the. That's oh, that yeah. would be gore. that'd be gorgeous. Yes. It'd be stunning. It would be stunning. Totally, would, yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. I think that's what everyone wants. I mean, it, I would just. I'm just starved for a new map. Um, I bet. Yeah, there's yeah. There, the maps are great, and it's yeah. a, it was a very long cycle. Yesterday, I played for more hours than I care to admit, um, but and I didn't get through the whole cycle of maps. And, wow. Um, yeah. And I played a lot. I was on a great team, and we were just mashing, That's and fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to play whenever I wanted to be a hero. I was a hero, and it was uh, really cool. But I didn't make it through the full circle, and I had a great time. So and great. there's a lot of maps there, but it's still be it's always fun to see new places. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about Star Wars is getting immersed in some crazy galactic landscape far away yeah. and uh yeah and so hopefully that's what we'll get now speaking of star wars gaming there's a lot of deals and discounts going on is there any game you want to revisit that's now at a lower price that you want to check out again hmm. you know yeah i don't know i i loved the um force unleashed games yeah and i love jedi academy i have a tough time going back though like I, yeah. i'm addicted to really beautiful yeah. graphics yeah <laughs> like right now uh it's super cheap for battle the original battlefront and battlefront 2 mm-hmm. um which has a massive cult following it was a great game um is a great game but um it's <laughs> i'm just it's it's tough to go back for me yeah. Um, but as far as like playability and um, functionality, it's super great and they're fun, but those are super cheap. Um, so if you ever want to check those out, give them a shot. Yeah. It's funny, you know, having started to rewatch the Clone Wars cartoons and then reading this uh, Chewy um, and watching the Chewy uh, episode, I just really have mm. a hankering to replay Republic Commando. Yes. Um, Ooh, yeah. Just because I think I talked about this last week, so I won't hit on again too much, but that, that Trandoshan or Trandoshan or whatever level, mm-hmm. yeah. I just love that. And I'm sure that game does not hold up because <laughs> yeah, how old yeah. it is, but I, I had it and I saw it somewhere online. I'm like, I should just download that and play that yeah. game again. So that may happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I remember playing that on a really crappy rig. Like my computer was terrible mm-hmm. at the time. And I remember <laughs> playing it. It was just kind of bad textures and yeah. everything yeah. was low res. It was, but. I enjoyed it nonetheless. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You could even command your squad and stuff. Yeah. The mechanics were pretty robust. I really liked the Yeah, yeah I actually never got around to playing that one. It was so cool. slipped through my, my grasp. And there was a series of books in the old EU, the Republic Commander right. books, yeah. which That's I really right. actually enjoyed. I actually I got into those like, books right after playing the game. I was yeah, like, I would love here. to read more about this these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, they have that is a definitely a dedicated following for Republic Commandos online. And certainly for um, Battlefront two, there's Every couple of weeks, someone's like, "Hey, how about we introduce a new enforcer and have them look like this?" And it's like a picture of Republican, you know, commandos, <laughs> and they look, you know, sick. But yeah, um, we'll I, re- I really want to get back to Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, but, um, and what's interesting is, you know, EA has the license for Star Wars, yeah, and they also have they also bought Bioware, yeah, right. and Bioware made Knights of the Old Republic. So yeah, it would be great to get a remaster of that. I game, know, you know, like, yeah, just 4K, right. high res, yeah beautiful graphics remaster of that yeah. game because i i mean it's still it's still fun the mechanics are great yeah. it's the good. powers are great the yeah. abilities are awesome i have it on my ipad you can actually download it for your ipad yeah um yeah i played which it is on fun. my ipad for a while yeah for a little bit but it's just not the same and i agree yeah. like i just i want one for my ps4 just yeah. Want yeah, something nice sweet. and shiny well you know the, so the monkey wrench in there is the fact that you know disney obviously controls the the intellectual property the ip right but they you know, they contracted EA to do all their video games. Um, so EA is in between right. um, 
Disney and, you know, and, and Bioware. So I would hope that they would be, you know, how hard could it be? Like, go for it. Just run. Right. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll learn some more next month um, at E3. Definitely. All right. Um, That's coming up. And hopefully it'll be cool things. But it's, you know, we've been waiting on Visceral and Respawn's yeah. um, games for a while. Hopefully well, Visceral's got canned. So well, I, I heard it was getting modified. And it may have moved over to, like, yeah. Motive and the, the companies yes. working with EA, right? Yeah. And they so, might change the whole thing. I think it's still, a, it's still a game, but they're trying to, like, monetize it. Is like, is what they mm. said in, in so many words. Right. Um, it's just they didn't like the single-player format. They didn't like the story. And so I think there'll right. still be a game. There's still a game there, but it's obviously got set back years. Um, but I think it's still going. And I, I would be willing to bet we'll hear something about it um, at E3. Yeah. Um, but Respawn is going strong. That should be, I mean, I think that's due out next year. So yeah. And um, I mean, like, be cool. I think Visceral's game was like a linear third person action adventure right. title, like right. kind of Uncharted, yeah. right? But yeah. I think we all want. Like an open world Star Wars game, I think it's overdue. Yes, really, yeah. I mean, we're all waiting yeah. for an open world Star I, Wars game. That's... I'm hoping that's what they're doing. With it. I'm hoping yeah. it's sort of like um, a Borderlands mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, like, listen, you've got to open this up, and, and you know, yeah. yeah, that's such a good call. <laughs> now I want that game. Yeah, yeah. Borderlands Star Wars game, and That'd it's just so second you said it, like my mind just clicked. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, like I mean, those are the kind yeah. of games everyone's playing. They don't want yeah. to be locked into a single. Well, you know, we talked about it before. I just want choice. Like yeah. the old days, and and the old days, there were a lot of really bad star wars video games but there was a lot of it star wars Mm -hmm. star wars video games and like there was whatever your Mm -hmm. preference of playing whether it was a first person shooter or a starfighter game or an rpg they had a version of that for you and i don't we don't need 30 star wars games but two would be nice at one time three maybe maybe i'm being greedy by saying that but more than one yeah Yeah, i just i mean i I just feel like they really i mean yeah five i mean Mm -hmm. i'm getting greedy like just if bioware wants to do something i mean i think a lot of it comes down to the story group right so yeah 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 I really appreciate the fact that the Disney is really keeping a tight rein on the mm-hmm. content, making sure it all relates to each other, giving consistent messages, you know. Um, and, and so they retconned the Knights of the Old Republic. So that didn't really happen. That's a lot of time there, but there's mm-hmm. clearly a lot of fans. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what's keeping them. I don't see them doing an Old Republic series. I mean, maybe they would, but it's like they almost might yeah. as well be like, listen, we retconned those two old games, revisit it. Give us those people in a new context or something Bioware and, yeah. you know, give us another game that's modernized for this age and, um, you know, and yeah. just run with it and we'll see it in, see it in three years, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe they do, maybe Ryan Johnson, maybe Benioff and Weiss, you know, some of those people are like, no, that would be really cool when we see them, you know, with hordes of hordes of um, Sith and hordes of Jedi right. fighting. Yeah. I mean, that would be really cool. I think we all want to see that. I mean, the Mandalore Wars would be pretty cool right. to see. Yeah. Um, also, some cool philosophy at the beginning. Yes, too, right? yes. When these, when these, yeah. When these uh, yeah. you know, these um, different kind of uh, orders of the force are, are starting off. I mean, they're yeah. going to have different philosophies, and that, that's something that's deeply interesting to me. So, I really want to see mm-hmm. like, the kind of early thoughts they had about the yeah. force and yeah, Again, how they differentiate. Yeah. You always remind me of that, and um, that's so true. It's really this like the lore of the Jedi and the mm-hmm. force is very deep and it's very mystical, and they, they could just dig through that like area forever you know it yeah. could constantly yeah. be unearthing different clues and and uh things about about the force and uh mm-hmm. it would be a lot of a fun and journey to go on to be to be fair when you're dealing with um trying to cons- be consistent with your continuity and be consistent with with everything at the end of the day setting something a thousand years in the past is not a bad place to put it because you have a thousand years in between mm-hmm. to just say 
religions evolve beliefs yeah. evolve this was the old belief surrounding the jedi this is where we're at now i mean you even look at the how the force is talking is talking about spoken about mm -hmm. in prequel era mm -hmm. the original trilogy era and now the the, the uh disney era right like yeah. it's, it, that's what 30 years 50 years separated yeah. between mm -hmm. those time periods and the understanding or belief around the force has changed so yeah. said a thousand years have passed and just go yeah things change in a thousand years yeah, if absolutely. It does, if it yeah, contradicts something that's happening now. Right, but it can still very much yeah. play by all the same rules as all the other Star Wars things, um, mm -hmm. and be fascinating and new and fresh. And yeah, I mean, I really, my one of my favorite things about the prequels is just like that world. It's like opulent and yeah. beautiful and um, like old Rome or something. It's you know, right. It's and if for you know, for Luke saying that the the ancient Jedi were arrogant and they. Uh, you know, or coveting of the force and things like that. There's what about that relief on the ground in that cave he's in that, that yeah. prime Jedi relief that shows someone yeah. who's clearly half dark and half light. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think they were ignorant to the idea that we are both sides at all times. And it's right. just a, yeah. a, a state of mind, you know, right. and, and predicament and scenario in terms of when we, you know, use one force power or one, you know, we go to one side or the other. So yeah. it's like, that's, I do think we're, cool we're closing in on sort of near real time for the Disney where, I, you know, we're seeing the resistance, right? Mm -hmm. I guess in real time is not really the, the right way to put it. But mm -hmm. they're still, they're focusing on filling in a lot of these gaps. If we really do get two more solo movies, I mean, that'll probably be it for that period unless they yeah. want to do like a Vader thing in between, which everyone really wants, you know, mm. yeah, key Vader in a suit, but um, which would be hard to do. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I but, take that back. Uh, no, they sort of they're they're seem to be focused here. Resistance is coming out. Yeah, and that's going into sort of the new world and Disney's world that they've created. And you know, I don't know. We'll I know where, where you're coming go. from, and I think you're making a good point, especially if you bring in other stuff that's considered canon now, like the comics, right? Like mm -hmm. the comics, like the Star Wars comic, takes place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, which is yeah. just a few years, a couple years, right? Isn't it like right? Yeah, two years. And now, granted, you can tell a lot of stories. There's a lot of peripheral characters you can tell stories about, but in terms of our main heroes, there's not a lot of real estate left to tell in that in that yeah. era. And I feel yeah. like that's starting to happen a little bit with the... I mean, granted, we have 18 years between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, yeah. about, right? 18, right. 19 years. Right. But they are telling a lot of those stories, right? And, and Well, yeah, Rebels and, told a lot of those yeah, stories. Yeah, Rebels told a lot of stories. Solo's going to tell a lot of story, especially if you have two, like you said, if yeah. you have two more. And then you have Rogue One, which granted only takes place about a week before... Right. But still, like, but still, we're, we're filling in a lot of space here. That's pretty fleshed out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of, you know, and then you add in the comics, right? The mm -hmm. comics covered uh, a lot of Vader post yeah. Return of the Sith, and um, yeah, which is a bummer because right I really would have liked to have seen that. But I think yeah. um, I think that might be it. But it's it's sort of a bummer. It would be great to see raging, you know, um, new Vader sort of hunting down yeah. Jedi. Um, and doing that sort of thing. But, we might um, still get one of those. I think yeah, there's still room animated, for Animated, maybe? Yeah. Live action. I think, I think Kylo's line from The Last Jedi is just getting to us. Like, let the past die. We're all just kind of convinced <laughs> Disney's just going to go forward with everything in, in the yeah, timeline. Yeah. But I want to go back a thousand years to the, yeah. the Jedi Sith War. And I want to go back yeah. 5,000 years to the Old Republic on yeah. screen. You know, it, yeah. you know, Give me 10 years pre Phantom Menace. I would take that even. Oh, Qui Gon Obi Wan? Yeah. yeah. Trade disputes, things yep. like that? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 10 years, 100 years pre Phantom Menace. Maybe yeah. a Yoda right? spinoff or something. Right. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> or like to you know the rule of two like I, yeah. you, re, you know yeah. reconstruct the whole thing with Darth Bane in a yeah, new way and to, figure sure. it out you know or right. yeah if you have to but 
I, I think they would. I think a, you know a storyteller would want a, the prospect of being able to recreate yeah. what the rule of two means. You yeah, know? I think that would be a cool so. Story. So we've stumbled into this at this point. We right. have the expanded universe, and um, you know, there's a lot of expanded universe fans that are just in love with these old stories that came out. You know, predominantly, but in the 80s, really, it was it. So it was post. The, the original trilogy and before the prequels came out. So yeah. 80s and 90s. 80s and like, dark times. Yeah. A lot of the, the dark times, right? Yeah. This is when a lot of stuff came out. How, you know, and, and it's been officially retconned, but we're seeing sort of little bits being plucked out, like yeah. Thrawn yeah. Right. came back yeah. in Rebels, and um, everyone loved that. And he's yeah. a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. There's a new Thrawn book, which I read. It's one of my yeah. favorite books mm-hmm. that they, they came out with. It was really with. good. And a new one coming out next yep. month, right? Yep. And yeah. I think it's a team-up of Thrawn and Vader, which yeah. is very cool. And nice. we might see Thrawn in the future because he just sort of, right. he's a different species. They seem to be like a super powerful species mm-hmm. that we've underestimated and they're lurking somewhere in the outer uh, the unknown regions yeah. and beyond the galaxy as well yeah um so he could you know he's a pivotal thing but my question is do you think we'll ever just see a straight up recreation like what if benioff and weiss are doing uh a video or movie adaptation of darth bane in the role of two and it's and he just sort of goes on what they're doing. Like, would you, do you think there's any storylines like that that someone would just take and they'd be like, no, you know what? That was good as is, but let's let's make it. And would would they do it? Mm-hmm. Would it make money? What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I I think they would go back a thousand years or 5,000 years to one of these, you know, older timelines to explore kind of the thoughts that are going on in the Jedi and the Sith and the, the war between them. And, and I think it would feel very medieval. Yeah. And I think that they would explore kind of... And, and, and just... But do you think they would do it in like near verbatim? Like no, actually no, take an old story and say all. like, no, that's now, all right, that's that's no longer retconned. We're making that real. I think Darth Bane might be the only thing that sticks. And I don't think yeah. anything else really would. Because, I mean, it's technically canon, right? They've admitted in the movies that there is such thing as a rule of two. Like, I don't think you'd get like Lord Hoth and like the planet Hoth and like Khan and like yeah. these weird yeah, guys yeah. who show up in the comics. I think you, Bane might stick mainly because he was in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he was in the Clone Wars. Yeah. I, we know that the Clone Wars is canon. Yeah. Right? And so. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, Bane is like what, like, mm-hmm. I'm shocked that hasn't happened yet the mm-hmm. way right. Thrawn's been brought back in because next to Thrawn, Bane is like the most beloved yeah. you know, EU character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Sith lore is very mystical and it's yeah. very dark and it's, cool. it's so fun. It's yeah. so fun yeah. to read about that stuff. It's some of my favorite things. My favorite Clone Wars arc was when um, I think it was uh, Count Dooku is, has been ordered by Lord Tyrannus to kill his apprentice, mm-hmm. Asajj Ventress. And, yeah. you know, and it's awesome. Yeah. It really yeah. gets into some serious stuff there. And, uh, and it's just super fun. It's a really cool, cool side yeah. that doesn't get as much exploration. And, Ben, to go back to your question, I think I think yes, I think we will. I don't know if we'll get like a straight up recreation, but it's 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 been interesting to me because they have you know they clearly said whatever that date was, um, everything that happened, every book pre this is now legends. Yeah. Um, but they're picking and choosing stuff from it, like Thrawn, like Timothy Zahn, who does who mm-hmm. created Thrawn, and yep. they brought back for him to write that character. Like that is his character. Yes. Yeah. And he references things in that book. That happened in old books that are no longer canon, like his running with Anakin yeah. and the outbound flight <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, right. book, right? That's yeah. no longer. So it's kind of like, but is it now? You know, like right. now it's easier when you're talking about some of that stuff to bring it back in because it doesn't contradict. You're yeah. not going to get anything that's post post um, Return of the Jedi 
Mm. That's going to be brought back in, I don't think. But because it's this, pretty much been red, right? I mean, and they, you they've can't changed it. because it's, we, yeah. like when you have the two solo kids, and the, right? Now, Unless like, Ray's real name is Jaina or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. Ben's real name is Ben, it's, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, was it uh, Jason and, and Anakin? Right, I think. Yeah, that would be really funny, yeah. actually. Well, there was Ben. Oh, there's another one. Yeah. Jason was the one who went went dark side yeah, right, right, and became that, yeah. Darth Cadis. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be, I mean, that would be sort of funny if they actually, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's too yeah. long too, because the real life and the, the actual age of the actors made it so that like, yeah. you know, we couldn't no. get, you know, Hansel or, you know, Luke Skywalker doing a bunch of agile stuff because now he's 30 no. years older. He's a mm-hmm. 60 plus year old man. And like, that's, so that's sort of where yeah. they had to change that storyline. But I'm, and I'm going to say something controversial possibly, but I, and I'll give you backup first. So when I first, that day when they announced legends like they killed mm. the old eu i was very upset yeah <laughs> i don't like change um but i was also like sure. literally i had this Space internal station. monologue going oh great i just wasted what? like 15 freaking years of my yeah. life <laughs> like that thing of like yeah. and then i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa first of all all made up like right. yeah, it's yeah, all right. make yeah, believe yeah. it it doesn't right. matter and this is by the way this is not a conversation that happened in a minute this is like right. weeks of internal monologue oh, it's getting still to that happening point. online i I'd be yeah. subscribed to the eu sub and it, every right? day people are like why and i still <laughs> haven't read all the old eu Right now, I'm trying to keep up with the new EU, mm-hmm. but I've made a conscious decision that when I'm done, when I get caught up with the new EU, I'm finishing the old EU because it's yeah. still storytelling. It's right. still viable. It's still interesting. Yeah. And 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 that's okay. Like, it's okay to have two different things. And I think the best thing that happened to Star Wars, and I hope we don't lose listeners over this, was the killing of the old EU. Yeah. Because it, mm-hmm. did, a, it did a really good job for what it was, especially when we weren't getting Star Wars films. But right. that story, that plot line that took for past Return of the Jedi is unfilmable. It yeah. doesn't work on screen. It doesn't yeah. work as a, as a movie. Yeah, there's or a series right, Luke right. Clones can't do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Luke. Yeah, and that, like yeah. It it's yeah. It was untenable. Yeah, it made a lot of sense. And it's Palpatine's like, they didn't, resurgence. They didn't kill the like EU. That. It's like, uh, yeah, and then when they do things like they did with Thrawn and so on, they're right. like, listen, yeah. you know, maybe some of that stuff happened. Yeah. Bring you in know? the stuff that works. Yeah, but um, I just from an organizational standpoint, and I guess that's just like my psyche where I'm just OCD. The fact that this is all like streamlined and organized yeah. and working mm-hmm. in concert makes me so happy. It's just right. like one of those oddly satisfying things where I know, you know, when I see some some little detail in like a book about yeah. Kylo um, or young Ben actually has reference to a yes. movie that happens mm-hmm. later. Yep. Like, and uh, you know, you just get that and that's constantly pleasing. To me. Yeah. So. And I, I read, I read the old EU the wrong way. Um, I about ten years ago. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) And so I didn't read a lot of old EU because I was in my master's program. Was where I just did not read for pleasure much. I I, really I read them when they came out in the '90s, and then I took like a good ten year break, and so I missed a ton. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I gotta read all this stuff now that I have time. And so instead of reading them like half, you know, as they come out and whatever, like Mm -hmm. I do now with the new EU, yeah, I downloaded a timeline. Right. And I read the books in chronological, in chronological order. order, which is the yeah. wrong way to do it because it's all inconsistencies and contradictions. Uh, and I was getting uh, so uh, frustrated by that. Uh, right. And like, and and then you're like, oh, great. I read like four Rogue Squadron books and it's a nice linear plot. And then I jump over and read like a Young Jedi Academy. And then I came back three books later to read it. Like, mm. so, so I think mm-hmm. part of that is, is what some of the fans and myself included get, get obsessed with. Like some of us bought into the fact that oh yeah they knew like every plot that was going to happen no they didn't they yeah. were they're making stuff yeah. up that we all do as storytellers and I, right. and I think now that we kind of have 
uh, the story group together going, yeah, you can still make up stories, but here we have yeah, to vet right. it. And here are some of the things I have to do. Like you yeah. said, man, it's so much more meaningful. Everything right. connects now in a way that it didn't in the past. Yeah. No. I would make a blood sacrifice to be on that story group to mm-hmm. just like, to be part of just like <laughs> organizing that and being part of the people just mm-hmm. to be around creative people. Yeah, yeah. Good to know and, that you would just and, murder your co-host yeah, yeah. to be on a yeah. story group. Yeah, no, so probably, I didn't say that. I didn't say that, but seriously, <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> um but yeah no i meant sort of yeah, yeah i would no. cut off a finger or yeah. something like i would be uh i would just love because they've got a great job ahead of them oh, that's um, amazing. you know yeah. dealing with all these really creative people telling fantastic stories and um just to be at that that juncture yeah. is probably i imagine pretty super yeah. cool and yeah. still just being creative too it's not it's yeah. not reducing like i look at if you look at rebels yeah super creative to the point mm-hmm. of like like the story group said you want to do time travel sure yeah. And we can debate that whether that was good or not. But one thing we can all agree on is that was super creative and yeah. something out of left field that you wouldn't expect them to do in a really tightly controlled story group. But they said, right. yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think some stuff will stick. I think they do have a respect for what came in yes. Legends. And I think you see some of the designs the, uh, being iterated on in the show. Mm, You've yeah. seen those good point. The, kind of Republic cruisers from, I don't know, Nigel Republic games mm. and stuff like that in uh, yeah. Rogue One even. And so it's like, oh yeah. Mm. Uh, but also it's like, I think da- I think Darth Bane sticks. I think Plagueis mm-hmm. sticks. Mm. I think the Mandalorian mm. Wars probably stick. If we yeah. ever go back to that, I think the Sith and the yeah. Jedi can't just be the only two forces going at each other. I think there's got to be some, right. something else, you know? Like, I think it was James Lucino wrote Plagueis, right? I think so. I tend to, he did Tarkin yeah. as well, which is canon. And yeah. I, I guess first like, one again right? divisive. Yeah, it was. Um, I love Tarkin. Right. I thought it was really great. I thought I just like the voices he used for the characters were mm-hmm. very uh-huh. accurate. Um, Vader was very much Vader's right. sort of you know quiet to the chest, uh, you know short quips, mm-hmm. and um, it was pretty great. But uh, Plagueis is a fantastic read. So good, right? And it also and it really puts um, Phantom Menace in perspective you sort of you see the beginning the whole real plot that um that darth city has put together to Mm -hmm. ultimately overthrow the republic which is no small feat Mm -hmm. um and that was super so i don't know you know i hope they do something with that um and i guess i sort of answered my own question when we sort of did the thrawn thing so they've done it already i mean the thrawn it's like all right thrawn's in you know and and it's funny to see timothy's on you're right like he had like and he's a little where he pushed the boundaries to be like oh can i can i make that cannon can i make that cannon can i make that cannon and um i bet there's a a lot of red ink going no (laughs) yeah stop that you can't bring in this the shelled things that block the force yeah obelisks obelisks. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, I know someone else who has an obelisk um, addiction too, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who may or may not be sitting at this table. Um, yeah, so um, I'm just gonna say a lot of good stories. Remind me later because this isn't related to this, but I want to make right. sure I bring it up. Is that there's something in those original the the Thrawn trilogy, the original mm. old EU that has to do with Chewbacca that I want to know is whether or not it's still canon. All right, fair enough. I will teaser for listeners. Note. Yeah, so. Um, as this, I don't know, as the weeks go by and, um, we are just loving, um, talking about Star Wars and, uh, getting to know each other in honesty and getting to know you, we're sort of rehashing a lot of characters and a lot of movies. So we talked about, um, Phantom Menace in detail. We, last week we talked about Attack of the Clones in detail. Uh, two weeks ago, we talked about Lando Calrissian in a deep dive. And um, this week, this is all in preparation for uh, Solo, uh, which comes out May 24th. We have our tickets, and I'm very excited about that. Yes, yes. Oh, um, May 25th officially, but yeah, we got yeah. May 24th. But let's so be honest. We know people, 24th. so we were able yeah. to get the 24th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, no people at Fandango. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, not really people as so much as interfaces, but we droids, fan, I guess. Fandango. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're uh, we're doing deep dives on major characters, and this week it is Chewbacca, um, which is awesome because he's a fave. Are we uh, are we good on um, on news stories? Have we pretty much covered? Yeah, it? I think we're good on the news. I Oddly, I thought I'd see more news stories for May the Fourth yeah. this week. Uh, this it just year, gets. But- you know, solo spoilery. So yeah. I just kind of want to just yeah, move a, past. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're they're letting out a lot of information there. Yeah. I did just want to say um, it was really cool. They had a video of Ron Howard and uh, George Lucas frolicking yeah. right, on right. Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And uh, it made my heart happy because anytime George Lucas is happy, I'm happy. And uh, Agreed. it was right. pretty great. And George came to visit on his first day of Ron's first day of shooting, not yeah. the first day of shooting for the entire shoot, but which, on Ron's first day, which, which is really such cool. a sweet thing. And yeah. I don't know really, I don't know George Lucas. I've never right. met him. I don't know what it's like to work with him. He's clearly a presence. I've seen all those behind the scenes things, mm-hmm. but it really pretty sweet that he was like, "Hey, Ron, you're my buddy. Mm-hmm. You're getting brought in here at the last minute. Not an ideal situation. Let me help. You know, maybe grease the skids a little bit into your new situation here." Yeah, and um. And they had a great time, and it looks like Ron made a fantastic movie, or right. you know, picked up and mm-hmm. helped out, you know, um, yeah. Lord and Miller on a fantastic movie. And it's good that there's like Ron Howard and Kathleen Kennedy and George Lucas, and everyone's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. It just seems like a really positive vibe around that place, and it's nice. It's that, the old kind of Amblin right. zoetrope right. Lucasfilm, yeah. well, you know, brigade yeah. that we love. Making films is about playing and having fun and being yeah. creative, and it's good to see that that spirit's there. You know, like. Cohen brothers seem to do that too. Like yes. on their sets, everyone's laughing, right. and it's like it's fun. You know, yeah. it's not serious. In, a lot in of that little involved. glimpse we give get of yeah. George and Ron, it looks like yeah. George is giving direction for Chewie or something like that. He's just like well, waving yeah. his arms. There is around. a quote saying that like <laughs> there was one time where they were struggling with a part for Han Solo, and George is like, "Why don't you just do this?" Right. And they're yeah. like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." Yeah. So like. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he's getting a director's credit, but no, he was no, definitely no. he's got a uh, you know thumbprint on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it must be weird for for Lucas to going to a set of a film that basically is around because he created Star Wars, mm-hmm. being directed by someone he directed. Yeah, <laughs> like right. it's yeah. like right. all that right. stuff with like American yeah. Graffiti it must be yeah. such an odd thing to do with like this right. this this quote unquote kid who's now it's like probably 60. <laughs> 60. I don't no. know. Time moves on, yeah. man, and yeah. it's weird. It keeps being bizarre. You yeah. can't really con- contemplate it. While we're talking about Lucas real quick, before we jump in on Chewie, yeah. uh, this came up off uh, mic before is the question... Will George Lucas ever direct another Star Wars movie? What do you guys think? Or write, direct, I, produce, be involved directly? We can take it first. Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> I would have said no um, if you asked me like a year ago. He seemed very bitter after the after Force Awakens came out. And yeah. I also think that's just Lucas being Lucas and not being the most socially cognizant person. Probably just saying something flippant that got taken yeah. out of context or not quite the way he meant it. And then, you know, I think he just kind of ducked away from that. And But now he seems to be around, right? Yeah. Like he called mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Right? right. He's now hanging out. He's directing a scene or at least coming up with an idea <laughs> for a scene. And I'm wondering if part of him is just going, you know what? I'm not done. I need one more, you know, bite at the apple, one more taste of the whatever. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Lucas standalone film. I I could see it happening. I don't know if it will, but I definitely could see it happening. I feel like he's the type of person who's just like, oh, because look at him. He's... He hasn't stopped. He didn't stop directing the first Star Wars movie right. until Disney bought it from him. 
right? Because <laughs> right. yeah. every time there'd be a new scene, there'd be a new right. something or else. Yeah. He would change something. He he doesn't want to be done with this. He wants to keep going until it's perfect. And part of me is wondering if he's just like, nope, I have one more idea. Let me just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's going to direct a film, yeah. but I think he could write or co-write a mm-hmm. film in the future. I think yeah. that's probably where I put my bet, you know, if I, if I had to yeah, that's a good place one. a bet. Yeah. But um, at the same time, I also think he... He's more involved than we think he is. I think mm. I think we think Kathleen Kennedy is kind of the head of all this and she's making all the decisions and you know, right. Bob Iger, Kathleen Kennedy and the story group. And that's the kind of that's the the head honchos of who right. are making these decisions about what, what projects move forward and what comes next. But I can't help but think he's the guru. I can't mm-hmm. help but think she calls yeah. him, you know, now and again. I yeah to talk I think about yeah. that to, does yeah. like he's not officially a member of the the story group, but he is it's like Yoda's ghost. Like he, yeah, yeah. he Yoda. I think they consult him frequently. Oh yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty sure with Rebels, like mm-hmm. Filoni's got a direct line to it. Oh because yeah, Filoni and Pablo Hidalgo yeah. probably call yeah. him, you know, once a month. You know, yeah, I would hope and talk yeah. about. It. I mean, as much as he wants yeah. to be involved. Yeah, I think I fall somewhere in between you two. I think it's got to be a perfect situation. Yeah, and right. I don't know what that situation is. In for in my eyes, the perfect situation would be something collaborative, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe one of his friends, Spielberg or mm-hmm. something, or, yeah. you know, Filoni decides he wants to jump out of, um, you know, animated shorts and actually mm-hmm. work on a real movie. And he's, you know, but he, they need someone to help out. Like, I'd love to see Lucas and somebody else. Um, I don't even care who that person is. Just like wanna... another thing there. Yeah. And maybe he's writing and someone else is directing yeah. um, or, you know, but yeah, I could see. You know, I, I could see after the sort of dust settles, you know, and it seems like it's settling after the transition from, you know, Lucas's Lucasville mm-hmm. to Disney's Lucasville, um, him wanting to get back in. And I could see it also five years down the line, maybe Star Wars movies are cranking out to a year, mm-hmm. one a year. Maybe it's a little stagnant and um, Disney wants to a little shot in the arm um, yeah. to sort of build some hype and having Lucas make another film would certainly do that. Right. Yeah, and Ben, you met you said something interesting. You talked about Filoni coming back in, right, and or coming possibly transitioning mm-hmm. yeah. into doing a film or doing an animated film, right? I mean, Lucas's last film what was it Strange Magic or something he did? Was that yeah, animated, yeah. Film? Yeah. animated film? Yeah. I didn't see it either, but I believe it was a musical as well. I think. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe he's now going to be like, yeah, I could do an animated, right? So write the animated yeah. work with Filoni or something. To What's strange to me is he said yeah. he wanted to go do small oh, little yep. experimental films. Mm. Yeah. But I, I mean, Strange Magic was the furthest thing from that, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. It was like wow. a kind of a Hollywood animated blockbuster musical kind of thing. But um, right, you know what? I'd like to see him take some of the the themes and tones that you see in Star in Star Wars mm. films and translate it to the, maybe like a Japanese epic, like a yeah. kind of mm. like some kind of samurai epic that you know, or a western or something like that. Just something yeah. that carries that same kind of the same themes as Star Wars, but it's just a you know, it's a world of it's more yeah. relatable. Did you see Red Tails? I didn't, and I knew that would come up because I, I was thinking, <laughs> what came before Strange Magic? Oh, yeah. I think Red Tails did, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. And I, I saw yeah. that. Um, it was very much a George Lucas okay, movie. Okay. Like yeah. it, so it's, uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's about the Tuskegee Airmen. Right, right. Um, so again, so it's like a little bit different, a little mm-hmm. out of his wheelhouse. But, um, you know, there's been movies about the Tuskegee Airmen. Right. Um, and this was maybe not the best one. Like, yeah. it... It it was beautiful. The uh, the airplane dogfight scenes were the coolest thing maybe mm-hmm. I've ever seen. You know, which mm-hmm. makes sense for Lucas. Um, but the dialogue 
was a little one-dimensional. Yeah. Like the the plot and the mm-hmm. dialogue was like a little one-dimensional to the effect where I don't know I'd want to be characterizing Af- making African Americans right. say those words. <laughs> yeah, like it was a, a problematic simplifying film. a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was you know it was beautiful and it's so I feel like you might have tried that. And, yeah. But like you said, collaboration would be awesome because all those things would get ironed out a little bit, all those issues. Yeah. And to have him tell like a single, small, focused film would be great. I mean, look at at A New Hope, right? It's a small film in a lot of ways. Like it's not giant galactic politics, which is, you know, sometimes falls apart a little bit. But it's just this this very, I don't want to say simple, but very straightforward story. Right. Yeah, and just do another short little thing like that, small little thing like that. Honestly, I would feel really secure with a new with with the next trilogy being a Ryan Johnson George Lucas collaboration. I was just thinking about that. So excited! You don't think they would actually murder each other? No, (laughs) I think I think actually the the perfect balance push and pull. I think Ryan Johnson wants to you know neither of push the envelope and do new things, and I think uh, George Lucas wants to kind of keep it very hero's journey, keep it uh, uh, cyclical, Mm. keep it. You that's know, mythical, interesting. You know? That's interesting because we talked yeah. about this in previous pods where we're yeah. like, well, you know, you, yeah, the the collabs are weird mm-hmm. and it's like two si- two halves of the same whole sort of thing. But they are, even though they both yeah. are really <laughs> the only ones that have had full control over Star Wars movies in the right. past, um, they do sort of complete each other. In They're very similar way. personas. But yeah. I think I think one makes really bizarre choices. Ryan being Ryan Johnson, yeah, and I think. It would be great to get those bizarre choices, but also a kind of like mythological, mm-hmm. uh, you know, foundation yeah. beneath that. I think that would be amazing. So right, and that's I, what yeah. I'm begging for. But I, 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 again, I would love Ryan Johnson to take control and write all the movies and hire directors and so, whatever. But yeah, George but Lucas can always help. I mean, yeah, he really in the first place. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I, I just, I always think collaborative. Creativity is better, yeah. especially in movies. And that you behind just need the scene, someone to bounce that behind off. the scenes thing, the, the directing the Jedi. When, yeah. it, when you hear that, you know, George called for Ryan. Yeah, I imagine they've just been building a relationship since yeah. then. So yeah. why not? You know, why yeah. not? Why not? You know, give George a credit as a writer and have him brainstorm the movies with Ryan. Yeah, that'd be exciting, man. Wow. Yeah, really that'd fun. be really cool. Really exciting. All right, are we ready for um, yep. for a Chewbacca in honor of May the Fourth? One Chewbacca roar. <laughs> I opt out. I can't all do right, one. Right, um, yeah, I can't do one either. But no, you was, guys are good. That's for that was good. Fourth. I need like two more beers, and it's gonna get real. <laughs> um, so yeah, Chewbacca, like my favorite character, I think in this, and yeah, can't wait. Wait, Obi Wan's your favorite character? N- yeah, they're all your. You no, Obi Wan's my favorite character, but then like after him, right, Chewbacca. My favorite right. human character is Obi Wan. My favorite right, exactly. alien character is Chewbacca. Yeah, no. I think a good way to start this discussion about Chewbacca is to talk about our favorite moment, okay. Chewbacca moment, sure. in okay. all of the films. All so, right, to date. So yeah. as of to date, not including anything. So if you're seen. ready, uh, any of you guys ready with one? You want to go first? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you want to go, Ben? Oh, yeah. No, you can go first. Right, you go sure. Yeah. I was joking. Uh, my new, but I don't. I I won't call it because it's only from a preview. Right. Um, but my new, what is currently my favorite Chewbacca moment is in the latest solo preview when he just takes that guy over his head and slams him down because <laughs> yeah, that to me is like fully realized yeah. chewy that we haven't had we right, get the threat right. of this but All right. you know if we're actually looking Violence. at what's what's on film <laughs> yeah. yes um and like what what's cool, cool canon is is still the um the scene where he's playing um with the droids on the millennium falcon mm. and Wow, his cockiness and he mm-hmm. and just putting his hands behind his head after Han's just like let the Wookiee win. Like I yeah, just yeah. I think that's such a great. 
it humanizes that character because before that he just seems like to quote Leia walking carpet, right? We don't get yeah. any depth in this this weird, this you know, weird furry thing. Yeah, thing because he doesn't speak a language that anyone. And then suddenly it has a personality of this like he's he's not just this dumb beast. He he is yeah. very he knows he plays that, and I feel like that we'll talk about it, it comes through everything. This idea that he plays up how ferocious he is. Yeah, he's, he's smart. He's calculating in a way that we don't think we mm-hmm. give him credit for a lot. Yeah, super yeah. clever, and I, yeah, I think that's too. Like he's. It's like more than the language, right? There's something like there's he's a deep character that, yeah. you know, right. he walks around and he has his life and you just think like, oh, yeah, he's muscle. Like he likes to play up the fact that he's muscle and yeah. he's there and, oh, he's a pilot and he fixes things, but he's never really central to any of the narrative. So when we get some of that deeper view, um, it's really cool. So my favorite Chewie scene is from... <laughs> Uh, the Force Awakens, and mm. it's when he's getting patched up by that female oh, yeah, doctor yeah, yeah. that's like a little bit older, <laughs> rebel nurse, and he's like clearly spitting game to her. And I was just like, yes. I never thought I'd see Chewie do anything yeah. like that. But it's so funny because, like, of course, Chewie likes older women. He's like 200 years mm-hmm, old. Right. And, like, to him, it's like, well, it's like, it's whatever's closest. But he likes, yeah. you know, a woman with a little, you know, that's seen the world, a little more, you know, understanding. And, um, and it is, it's his cockiness coming through again yeah. and his brashness. Like he's still this rogue smuggler and, he, and a little bit of maybe Han Solo wore off on him. Maybe a little Lando mm-hmm. did yeah. too. And um, he's got swagger and, uh, you know, and he was, there was also like in that movie, he was a little bummed. Like when he got shot and right, he couldn't right. help out, he was like, you know, and, and you hear Han be like, don't worry about it, buddy. You just like, you know, yeah. be good. You were a huge help. I needed you, you know, I love the right. relationship. Yeah. Also, the physicality of Chewie in, yeah. in The Force Awakens is a spectacle. Awesome. Yeah. It's yes. beautiful. Like, yeah. When he's running around planting those explosives, yes. it looks oh, yeah. awesome. It, it, looks, it really, looks really, really good. And the stuff in Solo where like the wind's blowing on a spur on the, mm-hmm. on the train and all these kind of action-packed moments with him. Yeah. He looks. He, I never thought he could look as good as he is looking now with yeah. his new Disney era films. It looks he's looking great. really, really good. Yeah, and, I guess we'd be amiss to not mention Peter Mayhew. Right. Yeah. Now, who really gave the character life and his yep. original personality and all that. Um, and the fact that he took time with Junis, I don't remember his last uh, name. Yeah. I, I yeah, can't pronounce it. Which I will look up right now. Um, but, and, and really helped bring right. him along. It's clearly paid off because right. um, yes. he's doing a fantastic job. Because I think Peter Mayhew uh, brought like animalism to Chewbacca. He studied animal behavior oh, really? and kind of really brought that into the formula of playing Chewbacca. And so where Jonas what Sotomo, Sotomo, Sotomo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Where, whereas, whereas he brings this physicality, this new physicality to the role, and Chewbacca looks gorgeous on film yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Peter Mayhew really brought that kind of like, kind of dog-like behavior yeah. that is like really, really apparent and, and and really interesting and just super fun. And and we know that Chewbacca is kind yeah. of came to be because George had like an Alaskan Malmute or whatever. Indiana. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he used to sit with him in the car and it was always taller than him or, yeah. yeah. And so he was like, Oh, it'd be fun to have a big dog co-pilot and <laughs> yeah. starfighter. Right. Uh, yeah. Or totally. star, starship. But, um, I think my favorite moment is in the last Jedi. I think it's, um, when Chewbacca arrives on crate to save the day and he just flies through yeah. that crystalline yes. cavern yeah. and just that the music starts playing mm-hmm. and he's yeah. just like handling everything like a boss and just getting through these tight, yeah. tight crevices and don't yeah, worry about awesome. it yeah, yeah he's still sitting like, in his co-pilot seat yeah. but it's like yeah. there's a lot of speculation in the eu right, right. and it's just sort of like well who's the really good yeah. pilot I, I had there? The same thought, yeah and um <laughs> and people you know and, and chewbacca's never really got his mm-hmm. moment to shine so again that's like a really fine minute detail yeah. that yeah. ryan johnson's been thinking about for a while right. i was like nope we're gonna have chewie do some awesome 
stuff. And that's a bizarre choice. I don't think everyone would make that choice. Right. Like, Ray would be piling if yeah. it was someone else. Yeah. Ryan's yeah. like, no, no, no. Chewbacca needs to Give get, him his moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. be in the spotlight now. And uh, also the Porg uh, moment in The Last uh, Honestly, yes. The, the yeah, Last yeah, Jedi yeah. paints some of the best Chewbacca moments yeah. in all the film. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, they're so cool. Yeah. That Porg oh, moment's hilarious. It's so funny. And when he busts into Luke's shack. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so like great. Like, hearing it knocking and you didn't yeah. know what it was. And yes. it blew up and he's like, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. And he just comes running <laughs> in and just starts door, howling, right? at, at, howling at Luke. Yeah, which is so sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, it's, 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 it'll be interesting to see. I, you know, again, we've only seen the previews of, of Solo, but they're giving him a lot of work in that movie, it looks like. And yeah. the physicality, because now that they have Jonas yeah, to yeah. do it, yeah. he's live. Right, if you watch him right, in those, yeah. like he's moving, and right. he's, and, and, he's and a professional he basketball since. player. Was just yeah, really yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I really like what they're doing with him just in the previews. Like he just seems really yeah. like they're getting all the bright, chewy moments. Yeah, and this uh, solo may not be really an origin story of Solo, but it feels very origin story of Chewbacca, which would be kind of cool. Yeah. We're gonna get some. I feel like it's the origin the story of their relationship. Yeah, that yeah. that's, that's the like smart the way to play it in a weird way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All three of their relationships. Which is cool yeah. because we yeah, usually get, too. you know, a superhero movie. Say a Marvel superhero movie is just going to highlight the superhero. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be so interesting because it's a duo. You know what I mean? That's what's trio. really... A tri- yeah, trio. Yeah. 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 What am I talking about? It's like the friendship is a... Yeah. 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 That's the, the hallmark of Star Wars movies, which is I, what I think brings me in. What I love most um, is that they're... Um, a cast of a, a celebrity. I can never mm-hmm. think of actually the name of this, even though it is my favorite thing. Um it's when you bring all the people ensemble together. ensemble, ensemble yeah. cast thank yeah. you very much okay. and it was started with uh Kira yeah. kurosawa's um seven samurai right, right. and it's like you know the concept of bringing a team of a ragtag team of various experts together mm-hmm. to yeah. sort of fight for the greater yeah. good and um yeah i've got a Kira kurosawa tattoo to, to learn this but it's <laughs> nice. really very much about um star wars because there's been a million pieces of movies you know media that have been made books movies yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that have come out since and each one of them just tickle my fancy yeah. and, and make me really right. happy about it and so this is going to be no different i mean but star wars is really stands above the rest i think where they're mm-hmm. like no we're not making a movie unless it's an ensemble cast mm-hmm. it's very you know it's never about a single person right yeah um and that's very cool to me it is and, yeah um, and this one is really when you've got the power pack trio of like chewbacca lando and han solo together that's I mean, yeah, you know, Larry was right. Like mm-hmm. he needed to make this movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be really cool. I think, I, I mean, and not to leave L3 out, but I think L3 will oh, be, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. as much part of this kind of eclectic right. yeah. friendship that, yeah. that we love. So they'll create new legacies, you know, yeah. it'll be like, wow, I really, you know I mean? From what we read about L3 and Last right. Shot, if you haven't read that, it's a fantastic book. L3 is a really, really deep cool. character yeah. for yeah. droid. I mean, to the like sort of K2SO sort of mm-hmm. standard. Um, and yeah, and I mean, so Kira, Gaia, mother of droids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you, if you do read last shot, there is, you know, there, it seems like there may be evidence that she's no longer in the picture after mm. solo. Yeah. Yeah. Or after whatever films it they seem to be like, they're at least leaving it open. Yeah. So yeah. you could read it one yeah. way or the other. So right. they want to, I'm sure they didn't want to say, and she's still alive. So people will be all like, well, that's yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she didn't die in yeah. solo, but he seems yeah. to have lost a girlfriend and gained a co-pilot. I yeah. That's a pretty fair trade. Yeah. Yeah, and she, I mean, L three could be a could be you know good and well somewhere else in the galaxy. We don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, clearly they part uh, Han Solo and Lando Calrissian part yeah. ways eventually. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting actually to see at the end of Solo. I mean, if they really are going to make more movies, maybe 
I don't know, maybe Lando, Lando and Han are still like buddies or they're team mm-hmm. up or they're like, I hate you, let's go apart. Yeah. But they come back in the next movie and that, they like, could always fate, be like, you know, brings them yeah. together again. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I feel like they've done in the old EU or at least yeah. a lot. They they would do that a lot when they would talk about old Han and Lando where it'd be yeah. like, at the end of every story, they'd be a falling out and then yeah. they'd be thrown back together again. Because you can always just make an excuse for why right. this one last you know, one last heist. Right. Yeah. And I think we, we talked about how these could be like Serge Leon movies where it's just kind of cowboy westerns, mm-hmm. heists, you know, criminal activity, things like that. Yeah. And, uh, but if you do look at like the good, the bad, and the ugly, I feel like Lando is the good and Han is the ugly in a weird <laughs> way. I don't know if that makes sense, mm-hmm. but yeah. if you kind of think about, you know, one yeah. one's kind of just uh, yeah. Yeah. stumbling, bumbling well, idiot. Again, and from last really shot. Cool. <laughs> yeah, last shot yeah. really spelled yeah. out like, no, like a lot about Lando. We thought, I mean, in the in the show, he's sort of looking like this, another rogue smuggler. And right. and he was in the in the comics, but it seems like Disney's sort of like, no, let's explore the other half of Lando, mm-hmm. which is like a hero. Uh, right. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's yeah. an administrator. He's yeah. like hyper talented. And I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of that. Too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think his uh, Lando's relationship with L three was just enlightening. It was super interesting yeah, to yeah. watch that and and see how they their back and forth was so well, interesting. He's he hyper inclusive, yeah. you know. Like yes. he doesn't, he really doesn't judge anybody. I mean, he was dating a, a Twilight, right? Right, right? But um, also, I mean, who was his co pilot in um in the yeah. uh, Millennium Falcon and right? Empire Strikes nine, Back was Nine Nub. Right? Yeah. yeah, we should do a, a Nine Nub oh, yeah, deep yeah. dive too because yeah. I got a lot to say about him. He's well, once we, I think once we get through the three yeah. main, we'll, <laughs> right, right. I like this every other week. Yeah, kind of yeah. doing a deep dive, and dive into a character because there's a few I'd like to talk about too. Yeah, well, yeah, so cool. We'll definitely but, there's a little uh, Shriv yeah. in uh, Battlefront too. I mean, that's Lando's best yeah. buddy, right? Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Shriv. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah Battlefront. Um, for those that haven't played it yet, yeah. they created a, a Duros character, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is the same uh, species as Cad Bane, but right, minus right. the ventilators. Right. Um, and uh, and he's really pretty great <laughs> character. Yeah. So you, when you put there's a campaign and you play the right. campaign and he's sort of one of your one of your guys and. Yeah. And he's a poor guy gets dragged through the, through the um, you know thick of it with Lando, which but, is sort of. But great. reading those moments in the last shot, I feel like Donald Glover was the perfect choice oh, yeah. for a young Lando because yes. Donald Jumber, Glover is a hyper intelligent guy in real life, yeah. and you kind of need that hyper intelligent reciprocation of L three. And mm-hmm. I think like, I just I can't wait to see that yeah. on screen. Yeah. That is going to be my favorite. I mean, I don't want to say yeah. it's my favorite relationship because Han and Chewie are in this movie, but yeah. I'm excited to see that dynamic for sure. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah it's All right, back to, yeah. back to Chewie. Back to Chewie. Back to Chewie. What's interesting is that, you know, we talked about Lando a couple weeks ago, and there's not a lot with Lando in terms of coverage, but this is our first character that has appeared in all three mm. series, right? Yep. He pops up for a minute, at least, in Return of the Sith, and then or Revenge of the Sith, I should say, yep. and all throughout the original trilogy and now in the Disney trilogy. So we have mm. yeah. 50 years of Chewie. That's right. Or 30 years of Chewie. That's right. Not yeah. 50. And yeah. if he, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, and he's in the Clone Wars animated yep. series, and yep. watch that. Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, when that's happening, the Trandoshans are actually in the Clone Wars that that arc where right. we meet mm-hmm. Chewbacca. That's really what kicks off his story. The I, mean, I guess the Empire used Trandoshans to sort of capture the Wookies, right. and Trandoshans are like Bosk, like the right, yeah. lizard guys. Um, to like capture the Wookiees and and take them hostage, and so we see that there, and it's sort of already Chewbacca's plucky. He's yeah. very giving. He's you know willing to help people out. He runs across Ahsoka and some yep. other captive Jedi, if you can believe right. it, um, on this sort of 
God, that's right. It was like Trandoshans were just hunting um, people for sport. It yeah. was like Predator where they're just like, yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. or I can't remember the original movie yeah. that did this, the, the, the great, the biggest game. The dangerous, dangerous game. Most dangerous, dangerous game. game or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so they just, yeah. um, you know, that sort of plot line yeah. where they sent them free and try to try and get them. And of course, mm-hmm. Chewbacca helps uh, helps Ahsoka tip the scales. Yep. And, um, well, you know, stormtroopers wouldn't be able to capture a Wookiee. No. <laughs> no. It would get no. wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, those are just like uh, weapons for Chewbacca that he has that don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, so I read the comic as well, the oh, cool. limited series, the five issue series that was a few years ago. Um, yeah. And it was fun to read and a really good look at the character. And um, one thing I noticed is, is, you know, I think we all know, not all of us, but most of us who've read any EU or at least have a little bit of understanding that that. Chewie's had a rough past, right? Like all the Wookiees have had a rough past. Right. He, he had been a slave at some point. Yeah. And, and in this comic, you actually have him showing symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. Like you see him actually yeah. having mm-hmm. flashbacks. Like he has right. this moment where he has to go underground to go try to save someone. And he literally sticks his head down and you see him having these flashes of being in a pen in a cage right. and then pulling his head back out and trying to like, talk himself nope. into, I yeah. have to do this. I have to do yeah. this. And that really... It's really dark, but but I think an important part of that character, right? we forget, like right. he always seems though like just, yeah. you know, like a big dog, and we always forget that no, he is a sentient being that's had a yeah. rough rough past. His old his old people have had a horrible twenty thirty years, right? Yeah, and a hyper yeah hyper intelligent. Yeah, I guess it really is it more than thirty years. It's yeah, and then in aftermath, of course, they explore him going back to his home yeah. planet and and freeing his brethren or starting the, yeah. the rebellion that frees him planet with uh, with Han Solo. Yeah. Again, worth worth reading as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing is he's he's a very deep character and um and it's just really cool. Every time like it just feels like every little nugget of like information about him is seems great because you're like, oh, that's like you know, it's another piece of the mosaic, right. another piece of the larger yeah. picture. Another thing I picked up from like all three like from the comic, from um not so much from last shot, but from the comic, from the Rebels or the uh, Clone Wars episode and from the movies. Like two things always seem like key characteristics of, of Chewie, which is obviously loyalty. Yes. And then mm-hmm. rage. Right. And rage. <laughs> right. And what's fascinating about it is they always play those two things off of each other. Mm. In that he starts out really full of rage to the point where you you are being told from the first jump that, you know, let the Wookiee win. They have a tendency yeah. of pulling arms out of sockets, right? right? We we yeah, get yeah. this. But and and you think of like human reaction to rage. If if one of us has ever been in a rage or really angry, mm. that's it. You you see red, you go blank. Right. You can't yeah, be talked yeah. down. But Chewie can instantaneously oh. come down from this range because of his loyalty. If somebody's loyalty just says, knock it off or stop it, he comes out of it right. like this. Like think about Cloud City, right? When he's throwing uh, stormtroopers off that. <laughs> yeah, right. and he's like, Chewie, and, and, then, and yeah. then he had to be like, Chewie, Chewie. And just enough to get him to calm down. We saw in in uh, Clone Wars, Ahsoka, he's choking um, one of the transitions. And, and Ahsoka oh, yeah. talks her, just says, you That's can't do that, right. and he stops right, immediately. Right. Yeah, um, and then even choking Lando and Leia. Yes, like, That's yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. please don't. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting, right? This idea of he can fly into a rage, but his loyalty right. would pull him back from it almost instantaneously. Yeah. That's that's a very good insight, man. Yeah. That's totally true. There is sort of a flip side to the loyalty, which is revenge. And um, he, you know, as as loyal as he is to the people that are good to him, mm-hmm. he, uh, apparently they are just as bad to the people that are bad to him. Mm-hmm. I, I I haven't finished the um, comic book arc there, but I know already they have one of the villains was like, "Listen, I just know there's an old saying, with you know, if you ever get a chance, kill the Wookiee because you know they they will cause trouble. They will come back and get yeah. you." Yeah. And sure enough, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Chewbacca I, is certainly hard to kill. Um, and yeah. yeah. Well, he we will, get he, yeah. will, he will remember any misdeeds that are done. And what do you think about the moment in Force Awakens with Ben on the bridge and he shoots Ben? Oh, great. Like, yeah. Like, there's so many different ways you can take that one scene. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's been a lot made of like the fact that he didn't shoot him in the head. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> which which would have killed him. And you know, there's yeah. a, there's all these funny like Calvin and Hobbes cartoons out yeah. there that I just can't get out of my head because I know it's so I'm thinking true, the same ones. You know? yeah. yeah. And it's like you can imagine that like, and someday they may cover this, but like, can you imagine being like an eight year old boy and like your uncle Chewie, which is like this massive like yeah, yeah. Labrador retriever that's like the most <laughs> fun in the whole world. Yeah. Like you can imagine them having the best like. As much as he hates his dad, no one can hate Chewie. Chewie no, you yeah. know, and um, and yeah, you know, and it, it, I mean, it probably like you don't mess with Han Solo, but like you know, and maybe that's more of his insight too. Like right. it's it's he's secretly hyper intelligent, hyper evolved, um, emotional intelligence, and he you know maybe in that instant second he's like you know what, uh, Ben Solo's dead, and, yeah, and so is Kylo Ren. Yeah, you know, right. as far as I'm concerned, but you know, still, it's enough to throw off his mark, you know, from the heart or the head to the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be cool to get some acknowledgement too, like Kylo acknowledging Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah, that would be really. I mean, yeah. I don't know how it would serve the yeah. story, but in it'd that be cool. second, and just yeah. be like Chewie, Uncle Chewie. Not then, not in that moment, but maybe like it's on the when Snoke's talking about the Millennium Falcon or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mighty Chewbacca or something. I don't know. Yeah, think about that as well. Is that after that scene, Chewie? comes back for you know uh mm. for ray and and uh and uh finn right, this, right. The, he's just the rescue at the very end right it's just like his head's on the mission he mm. knows yeah. what he's about this right. is not his first rodeo yeah um yeah very probably one of the greatest rebels there there ever was or yeah. ever will be um, digging deep into his personality i feel like chewbacca likes han you know han solo for you know being as languid as he is and being as laid back as he is. I mm-hmm, feel like yeah. the intensity of slavers coming to his planet and just like, you know, killing people and capturing yeah. people and imprisoning people, imprisoning Wookiees. I feel like, I feel like that really like got to him. And I feel like he just doesn't, he now has like an affinity for droids and an right. affinity mm-hmm. for a laid back guy who doesn't exhibit these intense behavior, you know, these yeah. kind of obsessive you know behaviors yeah. that we see with people are in the Imperial service or whatever, you know? So. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of something I noticed. I feel like he loves droids. He really does love yes. droids. Yeah, because he feels like maybe they're trapped or they're helpless when they're missing mm. parts mm. and things yeah. like that. Much like you know, parallel to his own backstory, but right. And I mean, poor Chewie does get sort of the second class citizen treatment a little bit. I mean, he doesn't yeah. get a medal in the in the. Oh, they, they've reckoned that. Oh, have they? <laughs> they're like, oh no, he did later. <laughs> he did later, <laughs> he did and he gives it. He actually in the comic. The, yeah. the metal right. pops up. Oh, oh does wow. it really? Yeah. I haven't seen yeah, it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. I mean, the, the like the first but sentence no, in it is just like, or, or in the crawl. So they do crawls in the comics. Mm. Is just oh, like yeah, Chewbacca, great. fresh off his victory yeah. against the Empire, with help from his trusty sidekick <laughs> yes. Han Solo. Yeah. And it's like, really, it's really, <laughs> it's really, 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 it's Han Solo a general, mm-hmm. they made Leia a general. Uh, Skywalker was he a general or is he just a guy? I, you know, I don't know. But Unclear. Like, they all yeah. ranked up. But yeah, like, general Skywalker. Uh, maybe yeah. not. No, I'm thinking of Anakin. That's yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> oh right. right. Yeah. That's but it would be neat if Episode Nine they started giving credit where credits due and like 
Chewbacca become, you know, a general in yeah. the New Resistance he's or the New Rebellion. God, he's such a cool general. general. Yeah, he's he up would, there at the planning table with everyone else. Yeah, and maybe he's got a, like, yeah. maybe he has, maybe he's like, not a nudist C-3PO. anymore after that. It's kind of like a uniform. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be cool if he got yeah. a little credit on his bandolier, yeah. like a couple yeah. marks. And, um, but, uh, or pants, yeah. but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> Chewbacca doesn't need pants. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Chewie with pants. That's super weird. Um, <laughs> that would be odd. They're just like gym yeah. shorts. Yeah, I'm Sorry. imagining really short shorts for some reason. Just a onesie. It's, <laughs> it's a tough character though, too, because they they you know I won't bring up too much of the holiday special. Um, but what? But right. by the way, guys, it's Wait, happening. We are watching November oh, Life man. Day. It's happening. Life Day. Hard <laughs> to accept it now. Um, but they, uh, you know. Molly, Mala, and Lumpy. Molly, his or uh, Ma- Mala, his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, Lumpy, his son, who are now canon. Yes. Um, <laughs> no word on Itchy yet. His his father in law, but we'll get oh, there. Okay, all right. Um, but, but the point about that is, he has a wife yeah. and he has a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and like it's always side notes. It's it's they mention it a little yeah. bit in the comics. Um, bad dads <laughs> yeah tree. right Run like and then yeah. like so if i was i read the wikipedia to remind myself because he's been in a lot of books and a lot of comics and like when you look at his narrative story chronological story like after after freeing kashik with han he basically retires yeah right until uh ben turns right and then han just you know gives up and comes and kind of comes and, and starts smuggling again which seems to be the right I mean, granted. Wait, I'm sorry. What is this based off of? I'm sorry. Uh, we, so it's based off of. We know aftermath happened, right? Yeah. And then, so, so he retires then, and he goes back. That right? seems to be suggested. Granted, there's a lot of time period between mm-hmm. that, so there's a lot of yeah. they could fill in the blank and say that's not actually what happened, but right. that seems to be there's nothing oh. indicating until until right. Ben. Well, yeah. Last shot, right? Last shot happens after that, uh, and he comes out of retirement for that. Right, right after it's right after aftermath, though, isn't it? It's pretty cool. Well, because he gets he gets sent Two on a years. yeah, a couple of years, and he gets sent on a mission from. From the other Wookiees to go collect Wookiee oh, parts. Right. Yeah. That's right. Right. Exactly. It's just a They're super like, dark. Oh, so funny. Yeah. So if, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that's kind of the way to explain that. But the, but he's so maybe like ten. We don't know. 10, 15, 20 years. He's retired with his kids, and then suddenly Han's hurting and needs help, and he goes leaves yeah. his son family and again. family again to go. If, if it is that long, you know, right, like, we why wouldn't know. it be? Right. You could just be like, yeah. be like uh, yeah, because something's going to happen between oh, yeah. Yeah. last shot where their relationship's very good. And then, you know, I just, I hope they don't explore that because I just don't want to read a book about, you know, the divorce of Leah yeah. and Han. I'm no. done with like washed up, tired, heroes. totally done with that. I don't need to be challenged. We don't, I think it's pretty clear enough. Like you can see like it's, it's, yeah. I, I remember watching, um, Force Awakens and saying, I don't need the story. It's 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 the death of a child story, which is yeah. super depressing. But this is what happens in a lot of cases that yeah. that the marriage doesn't survive that. And so to me, it was very right. poignant that that happened and very real. Right. But I don't need a book or movie exploring that. Yeah, and then, the, then disheveled Luke in the next movie, and you're like, oh, okay, so they're yeah. all just yeah. they all lost. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. a good point. But one, but lost. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. I mean, you've got Leah trying to hold things together in the sequel trilogy, but you've got Han just in a tough spot chewy being his you know yeah. his probably just being a friend right just, like all right yeah. well, whatever you're doing him through the dark time right, right exactly and he's yeah. like i got through this and chewy's just like no you didn't you know you never make good on your deals you did lie about this but here i am you yeah. know like helping you out buddy and um and then yeah and then but then lando and we haven't seen lando yet no. which would be cool because you know lando turned out all right 
Lando's probably the only one that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that turned out. And then, yeah, yeah. and then, then poor Luke, who, you know, yeah, who just... If you know, Billy D comes back dressed to the nines and say he owns his own casino planet, or yeah, yeah. like then that would be like, oh, all right, yeah. we're back, people, yeah. we're back. Yeah. He yeah. probably, no, yeah. I mean, it could be, it should be, you know, escalated. Like yeah. he should own his own system. Be like, yeah. oh, Ooh. no, he'll be the like, one representative, he, like Calrissian, or yeah. like, yeah. You know. they'll be the, he'll be the one funding the entire rebellion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's what it should be. Like he should blow in on his own, like Mon Cal yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, cool, yeah. and um, yeah, maybe Nine Nubs still. Oh wait, Nine Nubs actually there, right? He's still with the resist. Mm-hmm. Resistance, but yeah, oh, like he should blow in and be back. like, he's like, yeah. I, he's like, I heard my old friends need some help. That's you know, a, great, and that's a great like, point though, because if if, that, if his droid business did well and he made a ton mm. of you know credits, he could just he could save the resistance. He really yeah. could. He could yeah. just single handed. Yeah, really could. Yeah. He could be like the new Mon Mothma in yeah. a lot of ways, right? It. You know, like love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or or Bail Organa or something. Yeah. You know, and and stick his because I you know at the end of the last shot, it seems like. He has his head screwed up. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty straight. He knows who he and, is. And you know, and it's yeah. fun. And like we said before, at the end of his comic book, he's he starts. You know, his compass starts pointing towards True North, right. and, he's, and he's going there. And we see it. You know, I want to go back to the the Wookiee life debt with Chewie. Okay. Yeah. And, um, do you think Han is selfish in any way? Do you think he abuses the life debt and the kind of loyalty that Chewbacca has given him? I think on a case to case basis. Like I think if it's yeah. if it's like I don't I don't think it's a really like I don't have to say this, I don't think he would do it if it was a really horrible situation that Chewie right. could die mm-hmm. in. But if it's like, hey, I need you to help me right. you know, deliver these right. goods, you know, by next Tuesday. Right. And Chewie's whatever, mm-hmm. he might be like, Yeah, remember the life debt? But I mean, no. if it's if it's like <laughs> yeah, 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 if it's a yeah, life yeah. or death situation, I <laughs> yeah, don't think Han would, would do that. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I do like about it is I like their their relationship because I don't think Han takes advantage of it. Yeah. Okay. No. Um I, I, because he really needs Chewie. I mean, Han knows how good Chewie is and Lando knows how, mm-hmm. you know, how valuable Chewie is. And I, you know, it's little things. It's like, you know, like I said, with the apology, like, Hey, don't apologize. You know, buddy, you were great. Um, you know, just go get some rest when, when he gets shot. And then there's some other things too. Oh, it was like, you know, Chewie's about to fight to the death against an entire, you know, Darth Vader and yeah. a legion of stormtroopers mm-hmm. to save his friend. And yep. he's like, listen fight later take it's care of the do it and, yeah you know and like if you were going up against maybe certain death you know you, you might do that and he doesn't take advantage of it there yeah. either yeah uh or even return of the jedi right like when he volunteered when han volunteers for the mission he oh, chewie yes. stands up and he goes i didn't want to speak for you buddy this is yeah, a yeah, bad right. one you know like That's so good one. yeah good, so good one. i feel like it's always han having to remind chewie like you don't owe me this and yeah. and and chewie being very loyal regardless right. of saying no no but i do yeah or, they handle yeah. it really well yeah, yeah, it's pretty heartwarming. And I mean, even in the trailer for Solo, you start seeing it. He was like, you know, just like, you're how old? He's like, you look great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just like, yeah. it's yeah. a little bromancy. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Well, we covered it. Anything else? I mean, Chewbacca, man. You feel like you could just go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just great we're getting new material well, for him. In the old EU, there was a book called Vector oh. Prime. Where- Wait. Yeah, Chewbacca dies. Dies. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and, mean, uh, if for no other reason, that's the greatest thing that happened with the retcon. Right. Video. Which I think <laughs> right. maybe it was like EW or someone else did like the twenty biggest moments in EU history, the old yeah, EU, and yeah. that was number one was the death of Chewbacca. Yeah. Right. Um, which reminds me, thank you, because old EU reminds me, and I almost forgot after doing that teaser yeah. earlier. So in the oh, in the original Thrawn trilogy, mm-hmm. there yes. is a segment that takes place on Kashyyyk. 
Um, and we get, and there's, there's, they're talking to a Wookiee who talks basic. And huh. my favorite part of that was, this is just related. I think Leia says something like, oh, sorry, Chewie. I, I didn't realize you had a speech impediment. Like basically thinking, <laughs> and Chewie goes, no, he has this, the one who can oh. speak basic has a speech <laughs> impediment, which I thought was funny. But, but there's another scene where he starts climbing. I don't know if you remember this, that he starts, Chewie starts climbing trees. Wow. And it's revealed that Wookiees have oh, yeah. a retractable claw. What? Oh, crazy. Yeah. Wait, and where? Like, I guess in their, like, in their palm huh. or something. And it's like, and so. And that's how they climb trees. Yeah, so that's how they climb trees. And I think he busted out a couple times in that book to, like, really just just wreck people. Wow. And I just remember that going. I, I remember reading that as, like, like probably as, like, 14 when I was reading that. And going, huh. this is the most amazing thing I've ever read. <laughs> and I just wonder if that's if that's ever going to be canon again or if they're just going to have him have, like, a Wolverine claw at some point. <laughs> Probably not, but it was that such a weird... That crazy. I mean, I imagine more like a, maybe saber-tooth claws. Yeah, like... Just you don't like, see yeah. his hands yeah, very yeah, often because they're of, gloves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> listeners, again, this is based on yeah. 20-year-old knowledge, so please email yeah. us, tweet us, Instagram yeah. if us... If we're wrong, please ...with tell more us. information, <laughs> because I'm sure I'm getting it half right, but I yeah. do remember something it's about that. SW Weekly Pod yeah. Uh, yeah, Twitter. At, uh, yeah, yeah, at, at SW Weekly Pod on Twitter, yeah. so yeah. just send in your questions, ideas, or theories, and uh, we'll be sure to answer them on future yeah. episodes. Yeah, and um, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Wow, so we covered a lot of EU today. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty great. That was I fun. I didn't really know we did that. And um, got chewy, and um, you know, I think if that's that, guys... Yeah, May the 4th be with you. Enjoy uh, the rest of your day. Go do whatever you do. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yes, which I saw an infographic today uh, where they studied um, every state in the Union. And they said, uh, and, and they, they studied like the, the search habits mm-hmm. and which movie is searched oh, most per yeah. state. Oh, wow. And uh, spoiler alert, we're in Massachusetts. Um, and... Revenge of the Sith is our Interesting. movie. Oh, wow. Interesting. And it, it, it's weird because it's sort of, when you look at it, the movies all sort of splay yes. out pretty evenly, except for Rogue One. It was like just Alaska for That's reasons. Interesting. <laughs> for I live in Rhode Island. Yeah. And I have a feeling it's going to be the Clone Wars Because it's beach weather. And they yeah, won't, uh, it might be. It because sort of, Rhode Island's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they don't, it, it doesn't lay out. I don't know how yeah. you think they'd lay out, but yeah. it's sort of, it's, it's pretty flat. Which I think goes to reflect that I think there's a lot of type of Star Wars fans, yeah. and um, it's pretty evenly distributed. So with that little stat cast, uh, may the Force be. It is a day to be long remembered, a day of hope for peace and justice throughout the galaxy. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. <laughs> <laughs>